Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody, and good evening. Welcome to Technology Learning Lab. My name is Sean Thiel with ACB Ohio. So what we're going to do, I want to do a couple of follow-ups from last week's show because there were a couple things that I was asked that, uh, well, one thing I didn't know how to do at that time with uh, one of the apps that I presented, and the other was something that I was asked, and I don't know who, I don't remember who asked me, but if, if they're listening or if they're on the call, hopefully they'll get the answer to their questions. Okay. Sean, so, Sean, before we begin, if, if just like to say, if everyone could mute them, make sure they're muted. That's Alt-A on the PC, Command-Shift-A on the Mac, uh, Star-6 on the telephone, and... Uh, there on the iPhone, there's a more there's a mute button in the lower left corner. I was giving the wrong command there. Yep. Uh, Want to make sure you're muted, and then we will take raised hands when Sean's ready to do that. And I at that time I will tell you how to do that. So yep, that is Ray Campbell, and he along with Mika are helping out with Zoom. So that's kind of, that's who those folks are. I apologize for I forgot to introduce you. So no problem. Um, what I'm going to do it, the first thing is last week. We talked about an app called My Noise, and I um, was saying that at that time I didn't know how to delete a sound. Well, it turns out that I did figure out how to do it, um, and that is to triple tap on one. So let me actually find one that I want to get rid of. I should have found the one I want to get rid of first, but this will give you an idea of... 1902, one notification. App Store, three updates available. I'm sure, the to open. I'm sure the notification is Zoom telling me that the meeting started. <laughs> Page three of six. My noise. Double tap to open. My See noise. My do. noises. Heading. Japanese O's. And a soup. Fab Lab. Noise general. Port Town. Okay. Port Town is one that I don't listen to a lot, so I can I can go ahead. If you triple tap, which is the um that's the default gesture that brings up a context menu on an item. If I triple tap Delete menu item. You get a delete menu item. Delete. Do you want to delete Port Town? Delete button. And I flick to the right to delete, and I double tap on that. My noises. Heading. Initially, I, I didn't think it was possible, and I was thinking, oh, I'll have to contact them, and I had been meaning to do that for quite a while. And so I, uh, <laughs> but, but I thought, wait, let me try this, this, this one-finger triple tap, and um, it works. So... You can use that gesture in a lot of different places. If you've changed it in voiceover, then it may be something else. I know some people like to take their one finger triple tap and change it to other things, but I'm assuming in this case that you've left alone with that and left it the way that it was. So if you download something in, your, in my noise and you realize, you know what, I don't like that one, that's how you can, can fix that. The other question I was... Um, was asked, and it doesn't have to do with the phone, I was asked if someone is using Gmail, how do they delete a, or how do they take a message and move it into a folder? Gmail calls folders labels. And so I'm going to, I'm hoping that when I put JAWS through, it won't be too loud. Let's see. Virtual PC, Gmail inbox. How is that for, for, for Ray? Is that good for you? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to look for Google Play because I know I have some receipts for Google Play that I can move 
into there. Jaws find dialog. Find what colon edit combo. Screen find result. If I can type, apparently not. Let's try that again. Jaws find. Google Play. Google Play checkbox not checked. Call one row seven. Google Play checkbox checked. Google Play. Link your Google Play. Link your Google Play order. Google Play. Google Play checkbox checked. And Google Play. Link your Google Play. Link your Google Play. Link your Google Play. Google Play. Link your Google Play order received from Basics. Google Play. Google Play five slash Google Play checkbox not checked. Okay, so we'll pick on one more. Google Play checkbox checked. And this is assuming that you're in the basic HTML view of Gmail, which is the one that most of us prefer. And if you go to C for combo box, once you've checked a couple of messages that you know you want to move, combo box, more actions, dot, dot, dot. And I'm going to hit Alt down arrow to open this combo box. Forms mode on, list with 16 items, more actions, dot, dot, dot. Mark as red, mark as unread, add star. And I'm just down arrowing through this list. Left bracket, right, left bracket, receipt. Oops. Left bracket, receipts. So receipts is the one I want, and I'm going to press enter. Combo box, receipts. Okay, actually, I should have, okay, I'm going to press alt up arrow. Forms mode off, list with 16 items, combo box, receipts. And then if I press down arrow, go button. there's a go button. And if I hit that, then those will move over. It's alert. Two conversations open labeled quote receipts quote. Learn more HTT. Okay. So those are the two things from the previous week um, that I just wanted to cover because somebody had uh, had asked about those. The actual topic that I was want to talk about today, um, there are two of there are two of them. Um, and they have to deal with the fact that most people who use an iPhone, most of us absolutely cannot stand the default touchscreen keyboard. And that includes me, actually. I'm, I'm not a fan of it, of it either. And there are a number of alternatives to it. And the first one that, well, actually, let's do this. The first one I'm going to talk about, there used to be an app a long time ago called Lazy Text. And it was awesome because what you could do... <laughs> Is you could it was it had a great name. And what you could yeah. do was you could bring up you could open this app and open up a particular web page. And any text that you typed in or copied into this web page and hit a button, it would be transferred over to your iPhone. And it was awesome until it stopped working. But I have found a replacement for that, um, which will let you it will let you copy and paste, but you can also type in real time with the caveat that you'll hear what you're typing as you're typing it. So you might find it annoying. This app is called Wi-Fi Keyboard, and it is $1.99 um, for the... It's I think it's a free app, and then I think to get rid of the advertisements or something, it's $1.99, something like that. I got it a long time ago, and I went ahead and it's already set up, and I'll... Um, I'll show you how that works. 19. Try again. Yes, face ID. Come on. Button. Possible Doesn't text. Know you. My noise. My noises. Heading. Yeah, it's... My... <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's giving me trouble. So this Wi-Fi keyboard is an application that will show up as a third-party keyboard in your system. I actually should have gone and deleted this and installed it again, but I was trying to troubleshoot my Zoom audio this afternoon and that <laughs> that ended up taking longer than I thought it would. So when you set this up and you install the app, the app is going to walk you through going into the keyboard settings and adding it as a keyboard. I've already uh, I've already got that, but I'll show you where you go to do that. Doc, settings. Settings, Sean, settings, heading, screen time, general, button, about, button, 
Software update, airdrop, airplay, carplay, iPhone story, background app refresh, date and top, keyboard, button. Keyboards, one, button. Okay, so it says keyboards, one. English, US, button. And I double tapped on that. Add new keyboard, ellipsis, button. I'm going to choose add new keyboard. Cancel, add new keyboard, heading. Suggested keyboards, head, English, US, third-party keyboards, heading. Now, because, I've, because I've played with several of these... Um, I actually took the emoji keyboard out, and when we come to the next, when we come to flick type, you'll you'll see that I have a we have a better way to put emoji in than flick type. What we're coming to next, I only use one keyboard at a time. If you try to have more than one, it just gets very confusing. Flick type, Braille, Wi-Fi keyboard. So I'm going to double tap on Wi-Fi keyboard. Keyboards back button, keyboards heading. Edit button. And now it takes you back to the keyboard screen. English, US, button. Wi-Fi keyboard, English, button. Actions, allow full access, on. Double tap to toggle setting. Now, if you don't have this allow full access turned on, um, the keyboard is not going to work. And when you turn it on, Apple's going to give you a very scary message, sounding message that says that the person who makes the keyboard may have access to your text. Well... Yes, because obviously they need to be able to, you know, need to be able to get to it in order to put it where you want it to go. Flick type and Wi-Fi keyboard I've been using for years and I trust those developers, but they have they are making the point that not every developer might be as mindful of your information as I feel that these guys are. So full keyboard access is turned on for that. So now what I'm gonna do is I'm going to open, um, I realize I'm gonna have to, well, I'll get to it. Open notes. Eight zero notes, folders, back button. Okay, and I'm gonna go ahead and open a new New note, note. button. New note, dim note, text field, is editing, insertion point at start, space, next keyboard, Wi-Fi keyboard, button. So double if tap I and hold, then drag up to select another keyboard. So I'm going to just double tap on it. I'm not going to do what it said about double tap and hold. Next keyboard, English, US. Now, when I go to where the keyboard would be, globe symbol with meridians button. That globe symbol is how we're going to switch back to the regular keyboard once we're finished with this guy. I'm going to flick to the right. 192.168.0.78080 button. So that's my that's what I'm going to go to and that's an internal IP address so it won't do anything if somebody tries to type that in. So that's where I'm going to go. And let me actually I realized I have to actually turn up the channel where jaws is. Hey. Hey. Now I need it to read it. 192.168 dot zero dot one up one up six and now you wi-fi keyboard dash microsoft edge heading level two wi-fi keyboard wi-fi keyboard dash microsoft edge edit okay so i get a web page that has an edit box Forms mode on. and if i had something on the clipboard i could paste it or i can type this is a test oh wow the problem here is, is that you will be here each E-L. end of text that you will hear word as you type. And the problem, the thing is, you that is you will hear that no matter what your voiceover keyboard echo is set to. So how is Wi-Fi keyboard useful? Well, remember how many meeting IDs we had to deal with during the convention? 
when if there was a meeting ID that I wanted to go to and I decided, you know what, I've had enough on the computer, what I would do is I would bring up Wi-Fi keyboard and I would go into um well, Drafts is an app that is another note-taking app, but I would go into my notes, one of the notes apps, paste that text, that meeting ID, that nine or ten digit number from the email that got sent out to us all. And then that number was already on my phone and then I could copy it and paste it into the Zoom application. So that made things a lot easier when I decided, all right, you know what, I want to go downstairs for the second session of the afternoon because I'm tired of sitting in my chair. <laughs> So um, anything that you paste will show up on your phone. So that's a very neat, a very neat feature. And on the web page, there is also, it will tell you about how to do things like delete the previous word you've typed and, and stuff. Because if I... Form mode off, virtual PC, left, right, point, pointer, shortcuts and functions. Wi-Fi so keyboard. if I hit enter on that... Head level Wi-Fi keyboard, connected, text, edit. So, like right pointing pointer shortcuts and functions. No colon all keyboard shortcuts. Okay, so you'll you so you get that as you um as you start to use this, you'll learn that there are the one that I always forget is that on this, if you want to get rid of the last word you type, it's shift backspace and not control backspace. That's the one I always forget. Um, so that's a really interesting application, and anywhere that you need to type, this will work. Keyboard button, unpronounceable return button. Next keyboard, English, US, button. And then I'm going to go ahead and just drag go to back select another to, keyboard. Next keyboard, Wi-Fi keyboard. I'm going to go back to the regular keyboard. So that's one of the things, that that's the one way that I wanted to show you um, is that you can, like I said, the easy, the best thing for that is actually just pasting stuff from the computer. I don't tend to actually type, you know, into the phone this way, but that is one thing that you can do. App switcher. So I'm going to go Notes, back into settings, active, set, allow full access, settings, keyboards, back button. I'm going to go back into settings, keyboards, keyboards, heading, edit, button, English, US, button, Wi-Fi keyboard, English, button. Now I'm going to delete Actions this available. from the available keyboards. It's not going to take it off my phone. It's just going to take it out of the list of keyboards that I could switch to. Delete. So I flicked up to delete. and When I using one of these keyboards, the keyboard can access all the data you type. About add new keyboard ellipsis button. Cancel add new keyboard heading. Suggested keyboards heading. English US third party keyboards heading. Flick type. All right. So a little keyboards, backstory back on Flick type. Many moons ago, there was an app called Flexi, F L E K S Y. And at the time when it first came out, it was like $15. But the way it worked was that you could tap on the keyboard where you thought the keys would be. And it would predict what word that you were intending to type. And it's incredibly accurate. And it was amazing. But at that time, third-party keyboards weren't a thing. So it was an app that you had to go into and you had to tap out your whatever you wanted to say. And then you had to paste it into your text message or your tweet or wherever you wanted it to be. When third-party keyboards came in iOS 8... Flexi became a third-party keyboard, and it was great for a while. As they tried to appeal more to those who could see, the accessibility kind of diminished and diminished a little bit more, and they made a separate version called Flexi VO that was going to stay the same, and it never made its way into the 64-bit 
land. So I, you remember at there, I've used, been using iPhone for a while. You'll remember that there was a time where older apps, you'd launch them and it would say, uh, this app will no longer work on your device. Mm-hmm. Because they made it open source, though, a company came around and called FlickType. And they took that Flexi code and for voiceover users and they updated it. And it is really good. Um, for a while, it was a yearly subscription or a monthly subscription. And um, I was perfectly happy to pay for it because I, because I wanted to make sure that it kept going. And I had the funds to do that. And I realized not everybody can do that. Um, now the application is $1.99, just like the other one I showed you. So I'm going to go ahead and go back into Notes. App Switcher. Settings. Active. Notes. Active. No numbers. Notes. Note. Text field is editing. This is a test. The problem here is... Okay, so that's the note from the other one. I'm going to actually turn my rotor to the left. Misspelled words. Edit. I'm going to flick down. Paste. Select all. This is a test. The prop delete. And I'm going to go ahead this is a and test. delete all of the problem that here. here. I am going to unplug the phone from the mixer really quick for ju- in just a second. Numbers. Because I want to Next show keyboard. you... Flick type. Button. Next keyboard. English. U.S. There are taps that this application will make, but because of I don't know why they're really quiet over the phone over the headphones. So what I'm going to do, flick type, is I've touched that area of the keyboard, and I'm going to shabby, delete shabby, clear taps. So so you hear that there are uh, there are taps there. So just know as I'm doing this, you're going to hear. Uh, taps like that. So I'm going to just take type the word hello, and I'm going to just tap where I think each letter should be. You don't have to slide around and try and find it. You just have to get close. You just kind of have to get close and pretend there's a keyboard there. So I've tapped where I think H-E-L-L-O should be, and I'm going to swipe to the right with one finger. Hello. Okay. Tap H-E-L-L-O. And it got it correct. Um, you can have it spell out each suggestion. Let's see. This. This. Is a year y e a r. Now I was going for this is a test, so it and it thinks I want the word year. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to swipe down with one finger. Test t e s t. All right, we're going to put a period, which we do that by just taking one finger, period, and swiping to the right. The other thing that you can do in settings, one of the many things you can do in the settings for this, and again, you go the flick type actually also creates an app where you can go and change this. You can take your favorite emoji and you can put them into an edit box. And when you do that, instead of swiping down when you're offered the punctuation marks, if you so I, I'm gonna actually swipe to the left with one finger delete period to get rid of that you also swipe to the left to delete a word at a time delete test year test period so i flip to the right and it says period if i swipe up smiling face grinning face with normal eyes <laughs> and that's all you have to you, that's all you have to do and then you can go on thus thud this is awesome period smiling face grinning face with normal eyes thumbs up so those are emoji that I know that I want to send to people. And I realize that I'm going through this very quickly, but I just want you to, sh- to see what it's like. And if you decide that you would like to try it on your own, then you can at least have more of an idea of what it sounds like. Um, when I read about this initially, I thought that, that 
that's crazy. There's no way that can, there's no way that can work, but um, it, it does. And I've used it on, you know, like I remember using uh, Flexi on, you know, my iPhone six and five C and stuff like that. So it, it really is quite, um, quite interesting to see how that, how it really, it really does. It can um, get quite fast and I bring up Wi-Fi keyboard and flick type specifically because I actually prefer myself Braille screen input, but I recognize that not everybody uses Braille. And so I wanted to make sure that I showed something that would work for as many people as possible. If Braille screen input is something that you're interested in, what I would recommend you do, and this is what I did to get started with it, is there is a, a post on AppleViz called A Guide to Braille Screen Input. And if you have that on, let's say your computer, if you, if you have a computer and a phone, or maybe you have an iPad and a phone, you need to read that article and have the device that you want to learn how to Braille on in front of you and play with it as you're reading about it. And you also want to read the comments. This is one of the few times when reading the comments is actually helpful because as people were, as, as people are getting started and have learned how to use this, the problems that you may run into may also be things that people have commented and said, how do you, what do you do when it does this? So that is really, and it took me a couple of months to get good at Braille screen input. But it, it is something that if you know Braille is, is worth um, at least reading about and maybe, you know, having a, having a go at it. Um, if, if it's something that doesn't work for you, that's fine. But, it, you know, you haven't lost anything by giving it a try. If it doesn't work, then you don't worry. You, you say, okay, I don't like that, and you never do it again. <laughs> but flick type <clears throat> in particular is an option that anybody can use. So... That is the end of my actual things I want to present to people. So um, at this point, we'll go ahead and um, we'll go ahead and take some some hands. Ray, would you like to remind folks how to do that, or would you like me to? I'll be happy to remind folks, Sean. So if you would like to raise your hand, if you are using a PC, it is. Alt-Y to raise your hand. If you're using a Mac, it's Option-Y. If you're on the telephone, it's Star-Dine. And if you're on a tablet or smartphone, it is the More button down in the right corner. And when you double tap on that, then there's another option that says raise hand. Okay, before we do that, I just, you're going through Zoom reminded me of something I said beforehand and I was going to mention it. For those of you who are new to Zoom and you don't want to have to type in your name every time, one of the options that I noticed when I was signing into Zoom was an option that says sign in with Apple. And I've actually used sign in with Apple a couple of times. Most recently, I wanted to create an account on New York Times and I didn't really want them to have my actual email. And so what you do when you sign in with Apple is it, it can create an address that forwards to your email and you don't have to type in your name or your birth date or any of that information because you know Apple already has it and they just work together and it works pretty well. So for those who have thought about maybe making a Zoom account but think, well, you know, this seems a little complicated, potentially that may ease the process. I haven't tried it because I already created a Zoom account like two years ago. But so right. anyway, are we ready? To take- we can- okay, David Gold- David Goldfield, you can now unmute. 
Hey there. Um, so I have a follow-up question regarding a recent problem that I've been having with FlickType and wanted to get your insights on in case you had any feedback. Um, so FlickType has always been a great app and it works just as well as your demonstration. But what I've noticed is recently, and just to provide some context, I'm using an iPhone SE um, with iOS 13.6, so it's all pretty current. And at some point very recently, the app, in spite of the fact that I have full access enabled in my keyboard settings, doesn't seem to work. So when I switch the keyboard to flick type, I can touch the screen. It says flick type, you know, sort of indicating that, hey, we're ready to receive input. But when I type, number one, I don't hear the typical flick type clicks. The clickies, yeah. Yep. And it acts as though I'm using the standard Apple QWERTY keyboard, and it's just typing in random letters. And when I flick to the right, I don't get words. When I flick down and up, I don't get suggestions. So they released updates to the app like in the past two days. Yeah. So okay. Have you have you looked to make sure you have the latest version? As of uh, maybe not two days ago, and I've been looking in the App Store, but as of about three days ago, I know that I even uninstalled and reinstalled the app, but that didn't seem to work. But I can, if you're saying that something came out maybe two days ago, um, I'll just remove it, go to the App Store, re-download it. And yeah, see you might, if that fixes it. You might try that. Now, I will also confess, I have not used, I am not a regular flip type, flick type user as much um, because I've trained, I've used Braille screen input more, more most of the, about 90% of the time. Um, so I, I haven't seen that problem, but also it's, you know, before, you know, in the past week or so, I haven't, you know, since then, I really hadn't played with flick type in quite a while because. <clears throat> Um, braille screen input for me is is faster, and I prefer that. So um, I'm hoping that that update will will solve it because I remember thinking I haven't seen updates to this in a while, and then just as I had thought that there, you know, there they were. So um, I'm hoping that fixes it. Hey, uh, thanks. I'll give it a try, and um, if not, I'll just write to um, I th what's his name, Costa or something. Um, one of the yeah they're pretty developers. i think it's support at flicktype.com if i yep. remember they're that's, pretty that's probably yeah right. they're pretty good okay. okay we'll try it thanks a lot thanks okay. for doing the demo for us you're welcome okay you. frayne you can unmute hi sean um you were talking about the braille input um so if i were using a braille display i could use that braille input with that um it depends on whether your braille display has a has a keyboard um, I was referring to Braille screen input, which is a method by which you can enter Braille um, characters using the screen of your iPhone, mm -hmm. um, so that you don't necessarily you don't necessarily have to have a Braille display with you. Um, right. If your Braille display has a, a keyboard, and most do, most of them do, right? Yeah, it's yes, you you can do that. That's um, yeah, it's the Orbit Writer that's coming out. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you should be able to input Braille with that. If, it, if I haven't seen that device yet, because I don't know if it's if it's here yet, but um, uh, it's coming. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So you have to you have to let us know how you like how you go with it, how you like it. 
Oh, I'm sure there's going to be quite a learning curve. It'll be a while till I tell you how I like it. Fair enough. Right. <laughs> Nolan Parrish, you could unmute. Hello, I'm Nolan Parrish, and I'm from St. Joseph, Michigan, and I want to thank you for your presentation. Can you please explain to me what is flick type? And I don't have, and the reason I ask, it's because I'm looking at downloading it, and I'm going to need some help learning how to use Braille screen input on my iPhone, and I use an iPhone XR running iOS 14 beta, which I'm going to have to take off my phone at some point because I'm not liking the system. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so your your first question is what did you, you wanted to know what flick type is? Yes, that's correct. Okay, so FlickType is a third-party keyboard that you download from the App Store. I apologize if I didn't make that clear. Um, okay, it is a dollar. Is that FlickType one word or two? It is one word. F L I C K T Y P E. It is one word. Okay, is it uh, one dollar and ninety-nine cents? Is the other app that you mentioned? Um, they both are. Yes, I I think if I remember correctly. Um, Flick type is a dollar ninety nine, and Wi Fi keyboard is free. And then if you want, a, uh, I forget what the additional functionality is that you unlock with that. Um, it's also a little tricky because if you've already got an application, unless you use um, a third party website, it won't show you the price again. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the other problem. Weird, in yeah. some cases. <laughs> so you're. Um, Braille screen input is really hard to explain. Um, okay. It's not that I'm copying out. It's that it, it is hard to explain. The way that you, the way that it works for you, and the way that your brain figures it out may be completely different from mine. I will tell you that the 10R is fantastic for it because you have so much room on the screen. That's one of the reasons oh, yeah. I went it's from the 6S to too. the 10R. Um, mm-hmm. So it's definitely you're you're definitely on a good start just with that with that phone but you're really going to have to read the article in apple viz read the comments and play with it as you're reading about it um i prefer the tabletop mode myself um but screen away yeah, mode my phone easier to start with i even just balance i even just kind of balance the phone on my thumbs and on kind of on my with my thumbs and kind of the um not the not the the part of your hand that's below the the knuckles there I just kind of balance it on be kind of between on on my thumbs and between that part of the hand. So okay. yeah, that's a little tricky, I think. Is that will that help? That 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 good for you, Nolan? Yes, thank you so. All much. All right, no problem. You Bye. have a good night. You too. Yep. Okay, Kim Hurlbert is next, and she's already unmuted. Um. Hi. Thank you for your time. Um. I feel very silly telling you this or asking you this because I don't really think you can help me, but I am flick challenge. I cannot flick my phone correctly. Do you have any tips? Um, I would say there's a couple of things that you can, that you can do. Um, if you go into, uh, if you tell your phone to open voiceover settings, if you, if you tell Siri to do that, Mm-hmm. You can go into the voiceover practice screen and that screen is nice because you can you can flick as many times as you need to and it will tell you whether you've done it correctly. Um, it needs to be a very light gesture. What happens is a lot of people when they go to do this, they, pre- they press down really hard on the screen 
Um, and that's that's really the opposite of what what you want to do. You almost want to pretend that you have that there's just a little bit of dust on your phone screen that you're trying to get it off of there. <laughs> but you're also trying to just do it very. It's a very short motion. Um, right. And if, now, if someone is coming from from Android, that is a very big adjustment to get used to because on Android, the swipes are very broad and sweeping gestures, at least you know comparatively. So. Um, you, you just, you want to just be very light about it. Um, if you, if you, cause if you try and press down too hard, then what happens is it thinks that you're touching on the screen and then sliding around to look for something. Yeah. I um, think that's what I do. I think I press too hard cause I get frustrated. Yeah. Just, just be just kind of feather light. Your flick yeah. needs to be feather light is what I would say. Yeah. Okay. Right. That, 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 now, that reminds me. Um, Can I ask you one more question real quick? You've what got five this? hands up, Sean, just, just so you know. Okay. I just want to know, what was the second? You said one is flick type and the second one is, what, what was it called? Wi-Fi keyboard, W-I-F-I space keyboard. That's the one for copying and pasting text. Now, check, keep an eye on your community emails because I believe that there might be a basic iPhone one coming up next week. Um, and it's at the same time as mine. And if you need basic iPhone, I won't, my feelings won't be hurt. If you need to go to that one, that's perfectly fine with me. No hard feelings. Um, but the lady that if, is, if it's still going on, um, the lady that was doing it was asking some really good questions and, and seemed like she was on a, on a good start. So I'm hoping okay, well, thank that's you still so going much. on. No right. problem. Lynn, you can unmute. I believe you. Lynn, Lynn, uh, Oh, I, let me hit it again. I'm sorry. I didn't. Lynn, now you, you should be able to unmute. Lynn, go ahead. Lynn, you should have a message on your screen asking you to unmute. Got it. Got it. There, there you, you go. go. I was you go. trying to do it myself. See, I get myself in trouble because I have some vision and I try to do it myself. Oh, um, you, you guys with the vision. I don't know. <laughs> go ahead, Lynn. So sometimes it, I'm, I'm grateful to the nth degree that I do, but sometimes it makes it harder to do some of these things because it's a, a little bit of vision. I'm so frustrated by apps right now because I use my iPad mostly, but apps don't enlarge. Any help on that? I can't swish my fingers apart. I'm wearing my glasses. I'm using a magnifier and I cannot see most apps. I think that part of that depends on whether the app allows you to pinch to zoom is what they call that. I know some of that is dependent on, on the apps um, there. I will be honest and tell you, I'm not the best person to help with that because I've never seen, and I am not, um, you know, I, I'm not somebody with vision, so I'm probably not the best person to ask to, to help with that. What I will say is there is a book written by Shelley Brisbane called iOS Access for All. Okay. She is a low vision user, and she has a ton of information about how to um, use the iPhone as a person with low vision. So Is that iOS, available on Bard? No, that is a book that is available at iOS accessbook.com it's available on iBooks or on EPUB that you could put into something like Voice Dream and I think the PDF version I think when you buy it from her you get all you get the EPUB and the PDF or you could go to the iBook store and get it but it is in text okay iOS access book.com iOS access book.com okay that 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 good for you Lynn sure I'll try that thanks I might all right 
<laughs> yep. Right. Give it a chance. I don't know if I should let this lady unmute, but Karen Campbell, you can now unmute. <laughs> Karen, you can unmute. <laughs> okay. Uh oh, might not be letting her. Okay, Karen, try it again. It wasn't giving me the. It said that you were still muted. Oops. Sometimes just okay. I have it now. There you go. There you are. There you, you are. Do. Okay. Question. Um, in Zoom, how do you get rid of the notifications? So and so's at avatar. Um, on on the phone or what platform are you talking about? On the iPhone. Um, I. What I usually do is just, um, I usually lock the screen. If I'm just listening um, during the presentation part, I lock the screen. I've honestly been trying to figure that out, and I don't know. Um, I, I know how to tell the computer to stop doing the notifications, but I, I don't know how to do that on the, on the phone. I think that's something that um, Zoom would have to change. Sean, how do this you tell the computer to stop doing the notifications? Um, all, if you're using JAWS 2020, um, Alt Windows S will, Alt will Windows silence S. your alerts. Now, some of those as a host you might need, though. Yeah, well, I, um, I, I, yeah, I'm just for anybody else. It, but yeah, that is how you do that. Okay. So This is Jason Sorry, Karen. I don't think it's actually possible to do what you want to do. If it is, I haven't <laughs> found it yet. Well, yes. Actually, okay, th thanks. Uh, if I may add something. Sure. Um, I... Sometimes I, I see that avatar thing when different people are speaking, and it has to do with what voiceover is focused on, because if you last landed on that avatar thing, every time a different speaker is speaking, it's going to say something, and it is rather yeah. annoying. So one way of suppressing some of that is just um, finding a different button so for example usually i my focus is on the mute button because i want to have control over that very quickly and be able to mute or unmute from my phone so um if that's what you're talking about where every every time somebody new speaks and you hear this avatar thing just put your focus on a button at the bottom like the mute button or something can, to, to take the focus off four of fingers uh, you can do a four Jason, finger tap yeah. at the bottom yeah, well. Jason, I've still gotten it. So even though if I've done that, where it'll say so and so joined the meeting, so yeah, those yeah. are separate and those they are annoying as do. well. Yeah. Oh, okay, Phyllis right. Person, you can now unmute. Hi. Um, there you are. Yes, I. Uh, I don't know if you covered this because I didn't get here unfortunately till eight fifteen, but last week I was asking you about how you get um, in Gmail, how you get. How you get emails into the folders? I don't think. Oh, and I'm. I did that right at the beginning. <laughs> okay. I didn't know. I couldn't remember who did that. So, if you're in the basic HTML version of Gmail, which is the one that is the easiest for most folks to use, um, what you want to do is if you check the boxes for the messages that you want to move. Right. And there's the combo box that says more actions. If you do an alt down arrow on that combo box, the different folders should be options in there. So you move to that, uh, you find the folder you want, and then you tab over to go and you press enter and that should move them. I'm, I'm sorry. When you're done with that question, Sean, let me know. Okay. Yes, I should be. Wait. Okay. 
That, that, that good that good for you, I, Phyllis? I apologize. My phone rang. I got that you you press alt down arrow, then you move to the folder, and then what do you And do? then you tab over to go. Once you've chosen the folder, if you hit the go button, which is the next control forward, then it should move the checked messages. Did, did you try that out? Because when I... Yes, phone he, button, he, he okay. did it right at the beginning, Phyllis. Yeah, I did it right at the beginning. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you very much. You bet. Um, Zara said in the chat, this is Mika, Zara said in the chat that for the person who wanted to use their, uh, uh, enlarge the apps on the iPad, you, you could also use, um, the zoom feature. On yeah. The, and, and part of the, the reason iPad. I, part of the reason I think I had not mentioned that, um, I, I, I was that, um, I mean, you, you can, um, Shelly does a lot of explaining when it is helpful to use Zoom and when it's helpful to use other things. Um, so yes, Zoom is there, but she and there's actually screenshots where she'll say, "I use the, in this situation, I use this accessibility feature, and in this other situation, I do this." Um, so I, I, I don't really feel comfortable just telling somebody, "Oh yeah, you can use Zoom," because yeah, for sure. there's times when Zoom doesn't always work well in a given situation, and she's very very explicit about that. Just to let you know, I, we're probably not really checking the chat. I just happened to. Yeah, I heard it, I heard it too. <laughs> Completely <laughs> accidental that it went through. So <laughs> if you guys want to talk to us, you actually need to talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> Mary, Mary Hopped, you can now unmute. I think I'm unmuted now. Yes, you are. Okay. Um, I love Braille screen input and I use it all the time. Um, I have an iPhone 6S and I do have iOS 13.6 or whatever that latest thing is. But have you noticed since iOS 13 came out, when you press certain combinations of keys, there's a little, it's a little sound that you hear and then like your space doesn't work. Like it'll. Are you talking about the, the bubble sound? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. It. So what you want to do is you, um, if you if you want to don't want to turn off all of your voiceover sounds, mm-hmm. um, you want to go into the voiceover settings and you go to sounds and haptics or just sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you go in there and the sound is called auto text suggestion appeared, and you you just turn that off. Auto-text. It shouldn't be triggering that sound, and I know that. Multiple times during the iOS, um, you know, even when the betas were going, I know multiple times I reported that to Apple and I've called them and told them. And for whatever reason, um, the the people who make the changes haven't yet made the changes. So um, the only way to solve it for now is to just turn off that um, item under you go voiceover settings, audio. Uh, sounds and haptics, and then it's called autofill suggestion appeared. And you'll you can, when you preview the sounds, you'll recognize it immediately. Yep. You know, yep. yes, know that one. Um, okay, I, I'm going to try that because oh, that is just so. I know. Annoying. I don't like it either. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't either. So thanks, Barry. <laughs> thanks for uh, calling in. Oh, good question. Yes, okay. thank you um, for, for answering me. And FL Anneli Rose, you can unmute. Can you hear me now? We can. <laughs> okay. This is my first time on this call, and I don't I don't want to sound like a like a know-it-all, but the lady who who I believe her name was Hurlbert, who was asking about the flicking or having the flicking problem, <clears throat> can she 
also turn the the voiceover help on by the four-finger double tap? Yes, you can. Going to Siri? Yeah, you can. Um, I just... I thought that might be the easier way if the flicking is causing trouble a lot of people have trouble with the four fingers and i my my thought process was kind of like well if flicking is a challenge that the four finger double tap might be tricky but you're correct that that is uh, i should have thought of that as well oh that's okay Too all, right. <laughs> all right all right all right fl anley thank you very much you're welcome okay janice you can unmute can you hear me we can. Yeah, we got you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Uh, I have a, uh, an answer to the problem about listening to all the stuff. So you just turn on the voiceover. Just turn off the voiceover. Yeah, but then That's, I, I, don't, I don't know about other speech users. But are, we talking re- about, are we talking on, about on when the, you're on, on the when iPhone? When we're doing what? something like with, with you or when, I, when we did the uh, uh, with Avatar, this and ever, that is driving me crazy yeah because then you could i couldn't hear what let's say you were here's the problem though the problem with that would be is and this was especially problematic during the convention if you had your speech turned off and ray was asking for you to be able to unmute your audio you wouldn't know no i could hear no i just turned the voice over off i could hear uh the uh because sometimes zoom will actually ask you things like do you want to the host wants to unmute you is that okay stay oh, muted yeah, oh yeah unmuted. i heard that you don't right. want to miss that kind of stuff though if you turn off the right. speech or if you turn off voiceover you may miss oh, well, i didn't turn things, off the speech so. i just turned off the voiceover yeah that, yeah you, you just want to be careful i i, I i'd be really careful i mean if that works for you yeah. that's good i'd be real careful about that yeah, yeah me okay too. well that's what i did with this call so all right well thank okay. you you bet okay kathy okay, casey you can unmute uh, good evening, everyone. Um, mm. I've got a, an interesting problem. Well, it's not a problem, but I never realized how many versions of Zoom there were. I was on a call last night, not the community calls, but on another one. And I was explaining to someone how to raise their hand. And I said, well, all you have to do is go to other and tap on that and then raise hand is there. No, it's not. Uh, at least not on that version. You went under uh, participants, open that, and the options for raise hand and all that stuff was across the bottom of the screen. Have yeah, you, has anybody in, ever in ran into that? Places. Um, it's either under more or if you were to go into participants and double tap yourself and raise hand is also there. Yeah. Um, and it also is different in a webinar. Sometimes it's actually uh, in a different place. So, yeah, it, it can be a little tricky. That That is the weirdest thing I ever yeah. saw. Yep. Okay. All right. Linda Faust, you, Linda Faust, you can now unmute. <clears throat> Linda Faust, you can unmute. Linda Faust, you should have a you message wanna... asking you to unmute. I'll give you one more shot here. And we're going to move on from Linda Faust. Make sure that she's still muted. Okay, good. So we'll go. Okay. Telephone number 3632. You should now be unmuted. No, you just muted yourself. You just muted yourself. I'm unmuted now. Okay. Here you are. Yep. Is that Linda? Yes, it is. Why don't we? Okay, Linda, why don't we take you and then we'll take um, the telephone number. Uh, So telephone number. 
I'll have you wait just okay the, the telephone's muted so linda go ahead okay i'm not sure if this has to do with my hearing aids or voiceover but i've noticed even in this zoom session along with the one last night the talent show that i attended that the voiceover volume so much lower than the presentations and i don't know what to do to fix it um there's and a i have it at a hundred percent so you know i checked that volume already um one of the things you can try is if you go under the um, under the settings for music and you go to the um, the EQ or the equalizer, there's an option that says late night and it kind of makes the louds loud and it and it makes the uh, or it basically it kind of makes it so that soft sounds are amplified a little bit but not so much that they um, actually, you know, distort or whatever. Um, and even if you're not listening to music, even voiceover sound will change. And if you're listening in here in um, earphones or, or something like that, um, it can actually change just kind of the overall volume of the whole thing. So you can try that. Um, but that's a difficult thing because um, there's not all, there's not an easy way to, you know, there's no mixer. There's no easy way to adjust the volume between all of the different things that can make sound between your phone call, between voiceover and between media. There's no yeah. real easy way to do all of that. So that's yeah. not an uncommon problem. Yeah. Linda and Linda, I muted you. We were getting a lot of echoey sound there. So, uh, okay. Now here we go. Okay. Phone number last four digits, three, six, three, two. You can, you you should be unmuted. Okay, um, where do you go to do to start the Braille screen input? Braille screen input needs to be added to the rotor, so you need to go into the um, into the rotor settings and add it. And that article literally does start from the beginning about how to add it from the you know from the rotor and how to choose where it shows up in the rotor and you know so there um but it is in the rotor it is something that you need to add because if somebody doesn't use braille they don't want it to be flipping into braille screen input and confusing people which i don't blame them that would be very confusing so um it's something you have to intentionally decide you want to do and that article really does start from square one so that's why i recommend it okay right. thanks all right laurie sharf you can you should not be able to unmute hi can you hear me we can. Yep. Okay. So I have a question. I'm like one of those weirdos that likes podcasts. Well, apparently my phone's way too full now and it's doing really wacky things. Is there any way to delete a whole bunch of podcasts at once rather than deleting episode by episode? Um, are, are you using the podcast? I'm using the native Apple? podcast. Yeah. Yep. Um, I... I have not used that app very much. I found things that I like better, and so I. Ooh, what I do you like really, better? Um, I've been playing with Castro, um, which is an app that it does have a subscription, um, but it has a really it, it has some interesting features. If you go to um, Mosin at Large, which is Jonathan Mosin's mm -hmm. podcast, yep. um, that's his demo. I think it was episode eighteen is what got me uh, hooked on it, um, but. So, so I mean, so that, but that also means I don't uh, have many podcasts actually downloaded into the main app. Yeah, and I, I think that's my problem is I didn't realize they were downloading and. Oh, yeah, and Castro, when you when you play an episode, it will stream it, and then it will, as it's playing, it will download it, and then when it gets when you finish it and it leaves the queue, then it gets deleted. Oh, 
So you oh, don't even have to think cool. you, it, you don't even have to think about it. Do you know how much it is? Um, it is $18 a year. Oh, okay. 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 Hold on. Okay. Okay. Greg Wansmeter, you can unmute. Hello. Um, hi. Hi. So I have a pesky problem with a wonderful setting in Windows. And I don't know how well you know Windows, but um, with user account control, that um, thing. And I've had it with, uh, you know, both Jawsin and VDA, where they won't work because it says referral was returned by server. And that's a really specific question. But I'm just wondering about um, how to change the user account control, because I went into it. And it has like a little scroll ball, a scroll scroll bar that I can't seem to change. Um, if you, it should usually it will let you set it to zero percent, and it will choose, and you can you can you should be able to change it. Um, if you're having problems like that though, and it's not um, if it's not working, um, I would I would tend to I would think that calling the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk might be the best way to go only because if you're having that problem no matter which screen reader you're using that almost seems more like it's a, a Windows issue itself. Um yeah. that's not one I've ever run into. Um if if I do it right now on on mine if I go to the start menu and I type UAC, if I except I didn't type that, did I? utilities, change user account control settings, control panel, user account control settings. We're at fifty-eight past the hour, so this is probably going to be the last question. Yeah, I would call the disability answer desk with Microsoft on that one because I have never, I've never seen that before. Okay, thank you. No problem. All right. Okay, actually, uh, it's nineteen fifty-eight. Yeah, thank you. If we have a quick one, we got a yeah. qu and we got one more question. FL Andley Rose had her hand up. Hello again. Hi. Yep, there she is. Um, yeah, I'm getting to use this Zoom better and better every time. Real quick, is there a, a sound alert on Gmail to let you know when emails are coming in? Um, on the website, I don't believe so. I've always put Gmail in something like Outlook, and then you get yeah. a sound that way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I already have my Yahoo account in Outlook. Can I also put Gmail in Outlook? You should yes. be able to. Yes, you can do that. Yep. Um, okay. This All is right. a good... Okay. Uh, well, thank you so much, guys. It is, it, is not, it is 59 after, and I want to thank you guys because I know Mainstream has to cut off right quick, but thank you so much for coming, and I will see, we will be happy to see you next week, same time, same channel, and uh, it's been great to have you. Thank you so much.